TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast, featuring actionable tips from real people with real stories about real food. This show is presented by Primal Health Coach Helen Marshall, who empowers other paleo-loving, thermomix-owning mums to start a sustainable, faff-free business of their own with the Primalista License. The Primalista License brings primal alternatives to the foods we love to our communities, making primal living more doable with less falling off the wagon. The Primalista License is available at www.primalalternative.com. And now, introducing your host, Helen Marshall. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Marshall. Today I'm joined by Thermomix guru, Tanina Holder. She's a fellow Perth girl, and I am super excited to have her on the show because she really is um, a wealth of fresh and easy Thermomix recipes and also a complete inspiration in terms of following your heart, doing what you love, and cooking for a living like you know we all love to create in our kitchens but to actually turn that into a business that takes you traveling around the world has you with fans um, across continents is something that is extremely fulfilling and awesome to Tanina and I can't wait to uh, get into the interview today but before we get into that I just wanted to tell you about the primal alternative baking franchise. And this could be for you if you love creating healthy recipes with your Thermomix and you'd like to have a business that you can do from the comfort of your own kitchen and from your own home and really develop a business that fits around your lifestyle. So maybe you've got kids that you want to be at home for or, um, you know, you want to have a job that doesn't involve a commute, uh, something you can do at half past seven in the morning or 10 o'clock at night that suits you and when you fancy working, basically. So the Primal Alternative Baking Franchise is something that I've created um, just by following my heart and doing what I love. Um, and what I've done is I've taken the five recipes that I created to meet the need of um, my diet at the time, which had to be gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, legume-free, and refined sugar-free. And I created some recipes that really filled the gaps in, in our diet because it was fair enough just eating meat and veg for three meals. But when we wanted a pizza or when we wanted a cookie or a piece of toast, there was nothing for us to turn to that was nutritious and delicious. So I came up with my own recipes. Um, I then realized there was definitely a, a need in my local market for people requiring primal alternatives to the things that they love without having to go into the brain fog and bloat things that are associated if you do have food intolerances. Um, so I did that. I did it myself for three years. I was a producer myself. Um, it was fantastic. And I've then since franchised this baking business so that other mums with a passion for healthy cooking in their Thermomix can make a difference in their community and create a business that fits around their lifestyle. It's hugely exciting. Um, the cost of the um, franchise is $5,000 plus annual royalties of $520 a year. And this is uh, going to press in November 2017. So prices will change over the years, uh, but that's what it is right now. Um, there's payment plans in place because I appreciate $5,000 is a significant investment. But when you think that the average primalista is producing, that's a producer, primalista, the average primalista is producing $70 an hour of worth of products, of which about half of that is profit to her. So it's a $35 an hour on average. Obviously, there's lots of variables depending on how quick you work and where you source your ingredients from being two very important variables. But yeah, $35 an hour for something that you can do from home is a pretty cool opportunity. So if you'd like to find out more, please head to primalalternative.com. On the front page of the website, there is a button you can press. It says become a producer. Click on there find out all about it. I'm just a normal person, so I'm really approachable. So please, once you've checked out the website, 
feel free to reach out and contact me. I'm creating a national network of local producers. I launched the Baking Franchise on Boxing Day 2016, and to date we have 15 prime listers across the state. I get messages on email and social media every day asking for more stockists. The market is definitely there. There is definitely a market for grain-free, dairy-free, refined sugar-free options that are still um, homemade, delicious, nutrient-dense goodness. Um, Yes, it's a hugely exciting um, opportunity and culture that we are creating within Primalistas. We have a closed Facebook group um, to support one another. We're a collaborative uh, community and it's so exciting. And I really want to... um, encourage you to to check it out if it's something that floats your boat and i'm very excited to welcome you on the show today tanina oh you're welcome thanks for having me helen (laughs) so nice to have you here and a fellow wa girl too yes yes a bit far from you though yeah, miles away. We'll have to get together for a cup or in a chat sometime. Yeah, we will. A bit of a recipe swap, perhaps. <laughs> yes, there you go. Sounds good. <laughs> now, before you tell us how you got to be so lucky and have an amazing career cooking for a living, I would like to find out what Tanina had for breakfast. Uh, you know, you told me you were going to ask this question and I probably should have eaten something. <laughs> I'm not much of a bre- <laughs> I'm not much of a breakfast girl, but I always have my Creo brew in the morning. So um, Creo brew is a chocolate drink that you brew like coffee. So it's roasted cacao beans um, that are then shaved in a special way um, so that they're not nibs. And then you brew it like coffee. So it's got nothing added to it. It's just pure 100% chocolate roasted chocolate um and then i just drink it i brew it in the thermomix because it's the best way to do it and then i just drink it with a little bit of a dash of cream i don't mind saying and no sugar so it's my chocolate fix of the morning gives me a bit of a a theobromine um, energy surge for the day um without the sort of fall off that you get from drinking coffee so that's what i live on that stuff (laughs) Sounds delicious. I had a cup of that made for me by um, Primal Alternative producer in Albany, Primalista Marisha. She's into the Creole brew and she made me a cup once. It was delicious. Very nice. Very nice. So what a great way to start the day. It's so good. And if you're not a breakfast person, well, don't eat and call it intermittent fasting, eh? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Actually, I have to tell you that if I do have breakfast, like when I go – when I travel or I'm, you know, in a hotel or something, I obviously I can't avoid the buffet. Mm-hmm. Who can? Yeah. Um, but then I just eat all day. I just find that I'm a lot hungrier. So I find it more efficient to not eat when I'm at home. I'm busy. I'm rushing around. So I just don't. And then, you know, I haven't eaten yet, actually. I probably should think about lunch. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can do that after the interview. I'm sure you'll be you'll yeah, manage another right. half an hour. You'll be fine. So, Tina, take, take <laughs> us back. Tell us your story. How did you get to have this incredible career? Look, it's pretty fun. Um, I always liked cooking. I remember the first time that it dawned on me that I was going to have to cook every night of the week for my children, you know, when they started actually eating. I had two little boys and... And um, at that time, and then, you know, slowly but surely we added. Um, And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to cook every night of the week. Like it just blew my mind a little bit, um, the reality of that. And I had always cooked when I was – because I went to college in the United States. So I'd always cooked for all my roommates and I was kind of the one that people would invite because I'd bring something that I'd made or whatever. I I always enjoyed cooking. Um, for you know for leisure and um but when I realized I had to do it I was like ah I don't know about this so I thought well if I'm going to have to do it I'm going to make it a creative process um and so I really just started getting into trying new things and you know my kids literally ate everything you know that uh, that I made and um so that was really 
you know, fantastic for them as well. They they learnt to like a, a large range of foods. Um, and then a job came up that I saw for a cooking uh, for an appliance company. They wanted a cooking demonstrator for four of their sort of unique products. One of which was a steam oven. And I started um, working for them, just demonstrating their products and creating recipes for those products. And then I kept getting asked for my recipes by the clients and um, I'd have, you know, cooking classes and so on and everyone would ask me for my recipes because I was just on the fly making stuff up and um, things that I thought would work. And then I started printing them out and I thought, this is just silly. So I I created a blog back before blogs were kind of a thing and um, my nephew helped me set it up. He was just young. He was like in his early 20s, if that, you know. So he set me up with this blog and I did the blog and and then one day – I, I purchased a Thermomix. I actually blew up two therm, uh, sorry, two food processes in sort of two weeks. I, I, I burnt one out at home um, and then I burnt one out at work. And I thought, oh, you know, the time is the time is right, but it's time for me to get a Thermomix. And I remember phoning the office and because I used to drive past their office, um, which was used to be in Malaga, and I drove past it whenever I went to work. And I thought I'd just pop in and get one, you know, like mm. I didn't realise they were sold. And I rang the office and I'm like, I just want to order a Thermomix and I'll, I'll come and get it tomorrow on my way to work. Oh, no, 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 you've got to, you've got to have someone come out. I was like, oh, really? No, you know, I was a bit disappointed. And um, in the end, I said, look, I don't want a demonstration. I just want the Thermomix and I want it immediately. So someone came out and, and brought her, you know, brought me my Thermomix and that's the first time I actually saw it was was when my own one was delivered. So then I started adding recipes to my website that used the Thermomix Um and they rang me and said, would you like to come do recipes for us? And I was like, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. Um, and I did that for about three and a half years. It sort of grew slowly and and surely into, you know, from two days a week to pretty well seven days, 24 hours a day. <laughs> you know, I just I just became totally absorbed in the Thermomix world and um, just couldn't turn it turn out enough recipes so anyway did that for three and a half years learned how to write a cookbook you know very successfully because I was trained well and I used to work for four work as well uh, on their projects their recipe projects so I used to go to Europe a couple of times a year and so I had a great you know learning curve massive learning curve um so I thought, oh, you know, I was still feeling like I wanted to have pictures in books because back in the day there was no pictures, you know, that mm. wasn't allowed. Yeah. And that frustrated me, like, more than I can say. And I, I felt very, you know, like this the potential of this machine is so amazing and people do not realise because they're not seeing the pictures, which I think is how you enjoy a cookbook myself is like, flicking through and getting hungry, you know, and then getting motivated to cook something. So anyway, I thought I'll leave and I'll do my own thing. So I did and I got a publishing deal pretty quickly. I had a couple of offers actually. And then, yeah, here we are six and a half years later. I've done 17 books since I left and, you know, some of them are smaller projects that are are only online. Um, But you know, printed, like published by a publisher, five books now. Is that right? No, six. No, five. Five books. And then, you know, the other stuff is all my own published work that's either online or or you can buy print copies of of some of them. So gangbusters, going crazy. Got my insider club. Well, so, yeah, it is. It's absolutely incredible. And, you know, um, you make it just sound so easy. Yeah, um, yeah, I've written, yeah, 17 books. And, yeah, Thermomix just rang me (laughs) and asked me if I wanted to produce recipes for them, which is just, like, you know, amazing. So you've had these these great opportunities, but, you know, it's all you're the entrepreneur. You're the one who's the creative and and come out with, I mean – I, I'm, I'm lucky if I can come up with a recipe a year, but you're pumping out, you know, like you said, 24 <laughs> seven. How do you find, is it just like an inspiration that comes to you? How do you find um, all, all of those recipes? How do you make them up? 
Actually, people ask me that all the time and um, I do get ideas when I eat out. I don't eat out as often as people might think I do. When I travel, obviously, I'm always – I take photographs of me, of menus and um, sometimes I'm disappointed. Like I can order something from a menu and I've got an image already in my imagination as to what that – dish is going to be and then it comes out and it's nothing like what I was expecting mm-hmm. and so I take that idea away that I had of what the dish should have been or what I think it should have been and I create it straight away and I can I find that like that's a really great way to create um, new ideas and new recipes um, and, and then you know just just I have I don't know. I just get ideas. I, I wake up in the night and think, oh, I wonder if that would work. And, <laughs> and it does. And, you know, off we go. So I have my best ideas when I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I don't you'll do have, much. You'll have, to have a, you'll have to have a notepad by the side of the bed, I guess, to write that down. Oh, that, that chocolate. chocolate <laughs> yeah. Everyone says that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the best idea I think I've ever had with a Thermix, which um, has just gone crazy, is the killer vanilla ice cream which I don't know if you've probably you probably haven't made that being your little sugar-free woman that you are but um (laughs) yeah that that's just fantastic that ice cream and it just scoops straight out of the freezer like there's no need to re-whip it or beat it or anything you'd follow the process and it's just perfect every time so So um, and that was just like a brainwave that's brilliant. I'm going to look that one up because we Sorry. we love the ice cream in the everyday cookbook, but it's the the re-churning thing that I think, oh, can't be bothered. It's too much of a can bath. you be bothered? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, this is meringue. You create a create a meringue, and then you put cream into it, and then freeze it, and it's done. So, yeah. It's, it's pretty good, that one, oh if I God. say so myself. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it does sound amazing. So let's talk about how you manage to get your kids to eat everything. I mean, this is new. Well, <laughs> you know, I was never one of these precious mums that went, um, okay, well, so you don't like that? Okay, well, I'll make you this specially, you know, nah. This is what's on the menu and you eat it or you can have Vegemite toast that you make yourself. So that was pretty well the deal, you know, in my house. And I remember my sister-in-law coming over. My kids were eating like spinach and and ricotta crepes or something. And she's like, how do you get them to eat that? And I said, well, that's what's on the menu. That's what's for dinner. And um, she was gobsmacked that they would, you know, they're little boys. uh, I have one daughter and they were just – hoeing in so you know you eat when you're hungry right absolutely (laughs) and when it's delicious like does it matter uh you know what it is what what it is they're eating if you just serve serve them bland you know blanched spinach on a plate then yeah but if you're making it so delicious and wrapped up with the ricotta and the crepes it just sounds fantastic so the best way to get uh, kids to eat good food is to make it delicious right so Tanina, let's talk about your your food philosophy. What I loved um, on your website was you said that you're not afraid of salt or butter or sugar <laughs> and you think chocolate is a health food. I love it. Indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe if you have good versions of those things, let's, let's clarify. So um, I use uh, Murray River Pink Salt Flakes, which are from South Australia. And if you go and read the story on their website, which is um, sunsalt.com.au, um, it's fabulous. Like they've actually saved the uh, Darling River Basin um, by – is it the Darling River? No, the Murray River. It must be the Murray River. Murray River Basin um, by, you know, reducing the salinity in the area and in the process they've got this beautifully coloured pink salt flake that's just stunning to use and has flavour. And, you know, when I travel um, and, you know, you're eating in all sorts of places, I'm not going to carry salt with me. I am tempted though because salt is just – not the same when it's not pink salt flakes. <laughs> so, you know, table salt's just a hideous thing and you shouldn't be using it. 
But to use pink salt flakes adds flavour and you don't need much. And it's got some trace elements and minerals in it that are actually going to give you a benefit nutritionally as well. So, you know, and butter that you make yourself from cream or beautiful cultured butter um, that you can buy. is It's a great product and it tastes amazing and it comes from a good source. You know, then it's worth having. Um, what else did I say? Sugar. Salt, butter, and sugar. Chocolate. I always use I always I always use um, golden caster sugar as my preference, or coconut sugar, or um, you know, like a, a less processed version of sugar. I I rarely use anything else, and um, I just think it adds flavour to have something that's less processed. Plus, you know, it's not you know it's not the devil that white sugar can be. So. From that perspective, I do believe those things, but I think you've got to choose carefully still yeah. what you use. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. chocolate. And chocolate. Yeah, Let's with, get on to chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I just got back from Ghana. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so I was invited by Calibut Australia to go to Ghana on a trip and uh, see the cocoa plantations and see the processing plant in in Ghana, which is one of their biggest producers. In fact, Ghana produces um, a lot of chocolate for the world, a lot of chocolate beans for the world, and it's their number one export. So it was a stunning opportunity. There was like 50 of us, 50 people that work in the industry, and it was just amazing. What a what a, an amazing story chocolate has behind it. And it's just it's incredible to me that this beautiful, amazing fruit, after so many, you know, so many processes turns into something that we just love to eat Um, and it's just so clever how people you know make that happen it's just such a technical process but you know who figured it out like sitting around eating that it's amazing fruit by itself without you know you eat the fruit off the chocolate bean and the chocolate beans the inside of the you know the the seed inside the fruit who figured it out that that could be so yummy i don't know you know were they sitting around a fire and spat it in and went oh that smells good you know, i don't know it's just amazing to me it blows my mind still it is it's amazing so, and so, chocolatiers are, are like pure alchemists aren't they they're they're amazing and yes well thank god the person yeah, they did just, find out how to do it because we love chocolate i know it's I just love it. It's just an amazing thing. It's like, I don't know, I'm really, I'm addicted to the whole idea of it, you know, mm. not just the taste. I just love how it comes to be and how it's made and it just fascinates me. Mm. I, I would love to be a chocolate maker, but, you know, that's another life. I'm a bit busy. You're a bit busy. <laughs> you're already, yeah, you're already booked yes. out and fully busy. That's, that's funny. So while, yeah. while we're on the grey area topics, well, you know, we've, like you say, we've, we've looked at the salt, we've looked at butter, and we know now that fat isn't isn't the enemy and we actually need salt. And like you say, to get the good quality salt that's got the trace elements in and trace minerals is really essential to our health. Um, and it's the same with sugar. Like, if you know, that there needs to be some sweetness in life. And if we're looking to get it from less refined sources, then that's great too. Uh, and chocolate it can be divine and a beautiful ritual so let's move on to the other two areas that I always like to cover with my guests which are coffee and alcohol what does Tanina think about those two <laughs> I don't use either I will I do in cooking but I don't drink alcohol and I don't drink coffee um, but I will use either in recipes but not often but my my assistant used to laugh at me and say you know you don't drink your alcohol you eat it because I do have a cupboard full um but I don't but I don't drink it um so I do put it through in you know quite a few recipes because I think it definitely adds um adds a lot of flavor with you know not much which is great which is actually brings me to doTERRA oils which I also use in cooking for flavor because you don't need much in it you know they're they're just amazing um for flavor as well because I am really all about flavor at the end of the day for me you can't have flavor without salt and butter and and fat and you know like all of those things add flavor or like help carry flavor and sugar um so at the end of the day if the alcohol is going to enhance whatever i'm doing then in it goes yeah i'm not afraid of that either not afraid of that (laughs) and generally when you're cooking with it the alcohol elements generally boiled off anyways and then you've just got the the taste yes. of the red wine and the bolognese sauce or the 
brandy yeah. in the pate. Mm, stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can't go too far with it too. So some people I know, I've had a recipe. I've got a recipe for French onion soup actually, which um, in I think it's, I can't remember which book it's in. It might be Keeping It Simple. And it's got beef stock in it but and it's also got wine in it. Um, like quite a lot of wine, but if you don't cook it properly or if they if they slip, it's just like drinking, you know, eating hot onion wine. So it's not it's yeah. not that pleasant. You do have to you've got to get rid of the you know the alcohol taste actually sometimes to to get what you after flavor wise. So so some recipes are a bit over the top, you know, ha- uh, that I've tried out in the past. So you do have to be careful with that as well. It's not about more is better always. Less is more. That's the new one, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Less is more. That's less right. Is more. So you're, <laughs> yes. you, you know, you're, 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 you've got a few plates spinning, right? You're a mum, you're a granny, you've, you're an entrepreneur. Have you got any, t- and you've done it, you've, you've created a business that is uh, doable and sustainable for you in that you're able to keep it up without falling into a heap on the floor in a big pile of overwhelm. So do you have any particular rituals or tips or <laughs> non-negotiables to help you to help you cope? I know I often have a big overwhelm. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, I I am very organised in terms of, like, I'm disciplined. I, I should say I'm disciplined more than organised. I'm not organised. I'd like to be more organised and, and it frustrates me that I'm not. But I do feel like I am literally running from task to task quite often. Um, and especially when I do go away, I do travel quite a lot, just usually work-related stuff. People think I'm on holidays, but you know mm-hmm. and I kind of am but I'm but I'm not as well um, and of course I can never let the ball drop at home when I'm when I'm away I've got to keep an eye on all the social media and all that stuff so um, <clears throat> I do I do have an overwhelm sometimes but um, I do I, I am quite sort of um, disciplined in that I don't think just because I'm working for myself that I can go for lunch every day um, or, you know, that I can lay around or whatever. I, I do do those things on occasion, but I always make sure I put in the hours somewhere else. So, um, you know, I might have an afternoon by the pool or something in the summer, but then I'll be working at night while, you know, ev- everyone else is at the movies or whatever. Mm. Um, so I, do, I am quite disciplined. I have I have a system where I um, answer emails as fast as I can and um, I cook on a Wednesday, so that's sort of my development day or my shooting day. So if I'm doing videos, because I've got my Inside a Club videos that I shoot regularly, so I shoot those on a Wednesday mostly. Um, occasionally we've changed it if, if it didn't work. but um, So I sort of have a system like that where I know that that's blocked out and I can't book other things. I've got aging parents now, actually, so that um, who don't drive anymore. So I actually have to. I've blocked out another day for them. So I, you know, I've got to work around that as well. So um, yeah, life's like that, though, isn't it? You know, do, you you think you you think you're cruising, and then something comes out of the blue, and and you've got to fit it in as well. So yeah, it's kind of just being disciplined and saying, you know. I have to do this. Yeah, I have to get this done, and I can't leave it. So, as much as you feel like you want to, on occasion, you know, you you, you cannot allow yourself to do that. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. So, get up, get dressed, get dress up, up, get dressed, and get on with it. Um, and I love what yep. you what you said about you know you you've got your 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 schedule in, so you've got this time. You're like, I'm going to deal with these emails as effectively and quickly as possible. Um, instead of it turning into like two, two, three hours of, oops, I'm accidentally scrolling through Facebook, how did that happen? And you've got your days. Yeah. Because that happens, right? And you've got your, um, you know, you've got your schedule days for when you're, you know, you're, you're clustering your videos all together. And then you've got the, the times that you've, you've got to uh, look after your parents and, and help um, help them out. Um, but you're right. Like life, um, life is life. And um, I think it's really about, 
getting a bit of resilience and a system in place so that when shit happens that you 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 can cope with it so yeah those are great yeah yeah that's a great tip. And I also don't spend much time on Facebook. Like people think I am on, you know, literally on Facebook all the time because I put stuff up, but I schedule posts. Um, I try and spend 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening on it, and that's it. I am so over Facebook. Um, I don't actually do much on my personal um, profile because I, I just – I'm over it, you know, because I've got a group as well, a closed group, as well as groups for uh, cooking with essential oils. So that's another cooking with Tanina group. And then I've also got – so I take uh, foodies to Bali every year. So I set up um, little Facebook groups for those tiny groups, which are actually a pleasure because I get to know everybody who's in that group, which is quite nice to do. Um, But, yeah, I've sort of got to keep it an eye on all of those. So I try and just spend, you know, like I said, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the in the evening because otherwise you just – it's just such a time suck, you know. It's all yes. gone. Your time goes. So yeah. Yeah. Instagram, I do spend way too much time on Instagram because I really like it, but <laughs> it's <laughs> more fun than work. So. It's very pretty. <laughs> Instagram's really pretty, but I, I don't really get it. Like a – I post stuff on oh, there. Really? I post stuff on there, but I don't really yeah. get, get how it works. But I like it because I don't have to have much commentary. Like I, I, you know, on Facebook, you sort of got to think about what you say and write it and make sure it's understood and so on. And with Instagram, a picture tells the story. So you know, that's kind of why I like it. I think. And I've been doing Instagram for years, like what, way back. I remember. I remember finding Instagram going, oh, I like this, you know. So I started putting up pictures and, of course, nobody nobody knew I was alive. But, you know, I was kind of already had Facebook up and running. But, no, in fact, I think I was doing Instagram when I was at Thermomix yeah. um, before sort of social media was really anything, you know. So, yeah, it's interesting how much it's changed in the last few years since I've been in business even. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you, you're obviously such a trailblazer getting into, you know, social media before and blogging before it was really anything, um, you know, whereas now there's just like so many uh, pages and so many blogs and, and it's it's almost overwhelming in terms of the amount of information that's out there. But Yes, there's so much. There's so much, isn't there? And, and you know, then you've got to really – that's why I really choose my words carefully on, on Facebook, believe it or not. <laughs> you might not you might read it and not think that but um I think you know if people are spending any kind of amount of time on looking at what I'm putting up then it should be worth it you know so yeah. Yeah. I try and put up good stuff but yeah. yeah I like that and you do you you provide a lot of um great quality um content on your Facebook page I, I love looking at it and I know that literally everyone that I know follows your page too so you've got you've got everyone, everyone awesome everyone follows your page, which, <laughs> is ser- which is seriously cool but what I like about what you do Tanina is you've got the social media um domination but you also do real life uh events so you, you, you travel where you're actually having real life connections with people you've got your barley retreats and you've got your um your cooking classes and the um yeah the, the book uh, launch that you've got coming up for Tanina's America where you're going to be in Perth and Melbourne tell us a little bit about what to yeah. expect if we were to come to to the, one of those events okay so it's a tasting event we've marketed it as a tasting event um, so I'm cooking um, I'm going to demonstrate three recipes out of the book on each evening oh actually Melbourne is the afternoons we're on the, a weekend in Melbourne um, and then there'll be other tastings. So they'll everything I think is gluten free except for one dish, and everything's vegetarian because I always make sure that I've got those sort of options covered. Um, so yeah, we're we're tasting the rest. So there'll be, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the book and how it came about, and you know, the the process of creating it and so on, and um, and demonstrate the the three recipes so it's sort of a mini class I have sponsors that um, provide um, 
some goodies. So there'll be a little goodie bag as well, uh, which is kind of always fun. Everyone loves those. Um, and then, of course, I'll sit there and sign my life away, hopefully. Hopefully everyone <laughs> wants to buy a book. And then I also sell other stuff that I have in my online store. I'll have that available. And, um, of course, there's a great discount because I, I do these book. Uh, well, these ones are being held at Kitchen Warehouse um, here in Malaga and also in Melbourne, uh, Preston and Moorabbin. So um, their new stores over there and Kitchen Warehouse actually contacted me and invited me to use their stores in Melbourne because they would like my audience to know that they're there. So that was really nice. I, you know, I'm doing that um, in conjunction with them. So they're providing a really great discount to, to my customers. So that's, that's, you know, kind of fun yeah. too. So everyone will have a really good shopping experience and a bit of fun and a bit of food and, you know, have a chat, have take a, chat, a selfie. Get some free stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take a selfie. Yeah. God, it didn't happen if you didn't get the selfie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got to prove it to everybody. Right. So yeah, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I really love meeting everybody, actually. It's really nice. Um, I mean, you know, you talk to them on Facebook and so on, and there's some names that I really recognise because they they interact with me so much. Um, and so it's nice to meet them in person. I find that really quite a rewarding aspect of what I do. And, um, you know, it's just nice to be actually speaking with people instead of just on social media I like to be face-to-face and it's a lot of fun so I enjoy that I'd like to do more of it to be honest Mm -hmm. if I could sort of spend my time doing that um, I'd really love it but it's it's a big production you know back in the day I'd be me and my thermomix in the box of ingredients and now it's like we've got the goodie bags we've got to make sure we've covered the sponsors with social media I've got you know it's sort of bigger than Ben-Hur it's become it's it's taking a show on the road so it's pretty huge um so yeah it's harder than it's harder than it used to be that's what i'm saying so yeah Yeah, it's amazing it's it's like literally you're you're like you're talking about how i'm manifesting my future (laughs) and you're you're doing it and living it and i love (laughs) it and i know that there's um uh, you know like we were saying just before we started the show tanina is that it's such a cool time to be a woman, an entrepreneurial woman in business because of social media, because of Facebook and Instagram and web, you know, websites. So we can really get our message, uh, you know, but more far and wide than we could have done if we were just, you know, talking to our local yeah. community. Yeah. And- yeah. My audience is global. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My audience is global, which I find really, really exciting. You know, I just did classes in KL this year. Wow. And um, I, I was like flabbergasted. They asked me, they, the lady kept, emailing me and I'm like what the heck you know like I felt like it was sort of um I don't know spam you know because yeah. she kept emailing me and I was like no nah, I'm not gonna go up there you know like what's the point of that who how many people are up there that know about me you know like and that was kind of my attitude and finally I emailed her back and I said okay mm-hmm. this is what I would like if I'm going to come up this is what I require blah 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 and I gave her the big list and she came back and said yep no worries and I was like Okay, I'm going. So then I looked at all my, yeah, so then I looked at all my demographics and actually Malaysia is my fourth largest audience. So who knew, you know, and then I've done classes. I know, it's amazing. So then I've done classes in London um, and um, I plan on going, I'll always do classes in London because that's all set up, you know, with the the group leaders over there that that helped me do it. Uh, And um, so... You know, and then I did a class in um, Switzerland this year. I was invited to do um, a class for some chefs uh, using doTERRA oils, which, you know, was a big surprise. It wasn't a Thermomix class. um, And actually I've been invited next year to go to the USA and do some classes there using doTERRA oils. So that's really exciting. You know, like all of those sorts of things um, are happening because my audience is global because of social media. Yeah. So, yes, it's amazing. And then I've got like, I've got to tell you this. I've got a group. I've got a group in Kazakhstan of expats (laughs) who are, who are like living a, you know, a a compound Mm -hmm. and they all have Thermomix and they all, 
love Tanina cookbooks mm-hmm. and they have they have these Tanina dinner parties which I love. So they do they have a potluck and it's a Tanina potluck and you've got to you know they've got to bring this and bring that and whatever and I love it. It's I hear from them quite often and there's two two ladies that have moved here back to Perth now so I've met them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a hoot, you know, yeah. when that happens. You're just like, Kazakhstan, really? Kazakhstan, I know, like amazing, right? And it, that must just be yeah. so fulfilling for you. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just, to, it is. It's to fabulous. To get your recipes out there and, you know, not to just have people making them but having like tanina potluck dinner nights. I mean, that just. Yeah, that's I know, it's amazing. awesome. It's just I love it. I really that cracks love that. me up. I really love that. Yeah, <laughs> so if, going back to if somebody was just starting out now and they're thinking, oh, you know, uh, there's, we're quite saturated with blog posts, but I'm passionate about food and I want to start something like Tanina is doing. Have you got any advice that you would give to somebody who wants to start their own um, online business, be their own entrepreneur, following their heart and doing what they love? I think following your heart and doing what I love is exactly the that's the terminology that you have to have because if you're doing it for the money you, it, there's, it's, there's not enough in it for you to feel like that's you know what you <laughs> that you're going to survive um, if you're doing it for fame and glory that's also not going to work um, you really have to do it because you love it and you are passionate about it and then the rest will come accordingly you know um, and I think it's all about like continuing and working hard and 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 not having specifically you know an end goal so much as enjoying the journey and making sure that you're that you're proud of what you put out there, um, that you're happy with it and that you're confident that it's good, you know, because um, then it just happens. People will come to you because they know that you are reliable and that what you've put up there is great and and it'll just happen. So don't give up. Go for it. But be passionate. <laughs> but do, do you ever have moments where you're like, oh, I can't do this? Do you ever, like, have those, you know, negative self-doubts oh of course yeah I think everybody does and um I have times that are harder than others obviously um and you know you just go away have a little have a little day off and you know get your hair done and you'll be okay (laughs) you'll come back you know ready to go I I do have times when I think oh man I need to calm down a notch you know and in fact I had been having this discussion with my husband about next year because I'd like to see my grandchildren more and like actually go and spend time with them because they live all over the world and um and I think I might do that but I can still work from anywhere so that's the good part about what I do you know I can still put up content as long as I've got a thermomix and some ingredients I'm good to go you're you're ready to go and that, and that, is, that is the freedom of it yeah you can log on from anywhere yeah. access the messages from anywhere and that is such a that, I mean that just sounds perfect too traveling the world hanging out with your family you can book a few you know events and retreats and cooking classes yeah. and yeah. launches That's along right. the way I mean that just sounds like um you know total dream come true yeah. to me so really really cool now um before we wrap up tell us What's Thermomix like in the rest of the world? Because as far as I see, Australia seems to be the main place. And I'm obviously, you can tell by my accent, from the UK. My mum's got a Thermomix, but only because she, she's seen it from me. Is Thermomix as yep. much of a hit worldwide as it is in Australia? Um, I would say yes, but it's in smaller numbers Um and it's it's launched in the United States. I think it's been about two years now, maybe um, two and a half. And of course, it's taking hold there quite quickly. Um, so, which is sort of why, I, partly why I did the American book because I had lived over there and I loved American food, um, and thought that obviously, you know, they will be wanting to cook the foods that they like to eat. So um, that was kind of part part of my motivation um but then in the uk you know when i go i my classes sell out um and people come from all over so like i do i've done them in london in two different areas in london and um, people have come from cornwall and from guernsey and from 
you know, far up Aberdeen in Scotland, and wow. so so people will travel, you know, to um, to come and see a class. So I think it's you know it's the slow process because of the 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 cost point of the thermix. I think that's the biggest hurdle for people to get over and once they get over it and they get it they think why the heck didn't I get this sooner but like in Italy (laughs) exactly um and Italy and Spain and Germany it's huge you know like I do I do think that um we don't even realize how big in those countries because of course you know we, we we don't speak those languages so um and in fact you know, like I said, Malaysia is my fourth largest audience. Half of those people that came to see me um, didn't really have a great grasp of English, but they all came to see me and were very happy with the re- with the recipes and you know bought the cookbooks and so on. Um, even though they're going to have to work at translating them a little bit, you know, <laughs> which wow. is funny. And ingredients ingredients are not always the same across borders either so that's that's another issue um for you know another another language to to cope with Mm -hmm. but you know in malaysia it's going it's going really really well the thermix and i think it's actually i'm not sure they were talking to me about china but i'm not sure about that because i don't really keep up with it but yeah i mean it's you know it's a phenomenon basically Mm. worldwide so Mm. Yeah, we love our Thermomix. That's absolutely no. It's, that's really inspiring to me because you know I can see potential for Prime Alternative then to to go global as well with um and you know create jobs for mums who love working with yeah. the Thermomix that don't want to necessarily leave the home and set up a little business too. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. So thanks for that insight. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. <laughs> now going right back to the beginning of the interview, just to wrap up. Um, I am wrapping up honestly, but then I keep thinking of other things I want to ask you. You were telling me that, and I loved it. It was so funny. You're like, oh my God, I realized I had to cook dinner every night, which is just hilarious because I think we all get that, don't we? When we are like, yay, I want to be a wife and a mum. It's like a, I've got to do yeah, every night. A wake up call. Yeah. So yes. do you still need to cook every night, Tanina? And if you do, do you have any tips to help with menu planning? Actually, I don't know if you're an insider or not. You you, you may not be, but um, on my Insider Club, um, there's a menu planning option. Of course, there are recipes only that are on my website, but it's fabulous. So you can go in and say, um, Helen's menu for this week, and you can go in and add whatever dishes you want, and it'll generate a shopping list, and you can cross out stuff you've already got, um, and it'll, gener- it'll print up all the recipes for you into like a, you know, a PDF. So... Um, that's a really fabulous um, feature, and I, you know, can't recommend it enough. I don't cook dinner every night anymore um, <laughs> because I've got one one man child at home who's very hungry. I don't mind saying, and so I do have to cook, you know, frequently. But I don't cook every night. There are nights when I'm just like, now nah, we're having eggs tonight mm-hmm. with avocado, whatever, you know. Um, and when it's just my husband and I, we really go low, low, you know low stress levels and just have a salad and some protein or something so um but if i'm cooking you know if i'm testing then um of course there's there's too much food so then there's leftovers which is partly why i don't need to cook every night thank goodness so you get get all the leftovers you pass that stage which is really cool yeah so, I mean, that just go back to you, that, that uh, resource that you told us about the menu planning and the recipe creation and the shopping list. Holy moly, that just sounds like an incredible resource. So we need to be an insider. So is that your like a uh, – how do we get to be an insider? It's a subscription. Yeah, it's a subscription that you join. So it's it's um, it's less than $2 a week, um, but you pay annually. And then every month – so tonight we go live with – with November every month there's a discount on a product or you know someone sponsors the discount or whatever um in fact we should have a conversation about that primal alternative um um, and we have new videos go up so I do recipe videos that are technique based quite often so people can see rather than just read the recipe and I, I think that's been really fantastic people love those um you know they 
they are just very helpful, I think, because you can learn a lot more by seeing sometimes than just reading a recipe. Sometimes it's really difficult to write an instruction clearly enough for people to get it. Mm-hmm. So if they can see it, it's just a lot easier. So, yeah, so there's that. Then they get access to all of my eBooks that have ever been produced, um, including one that's never been available to any anywhere outside of the inside Um, and then they get extra content on the website that's only for insiders as well so um you know it's a fantastic thing to be part of um and we've got quite a lot of subscribers. I'd like a lot more, but, you know, slowly, slowly. And I know people have limited funds at the end of the day and, um, you know, their thermomix spend is, is significant. So it takes them a while to get on board with things like that. But, you know, we love we love our insiders, so come and join me. So they've just got to go to tanina.com forward slash join and um, have a read and it goes through, takes them through everything that, that's part of the Insider Club subscription price. So, yeah. Sounds fantastic. Come. Come, join. come yeah. be an insider. So <laughs> I've subscribed to yeah. your mailing list, uh, which is you, you offer brilliant content um, via email, which is really cool. Where else can we find you? Um yeah, and, and tell us a little bit about where you're, you're going to be physically over the next couple of months. So physically just uh, Perth next week, there's still some tickets um, available for the book launch event. Um, there's quite a lot of tickets left for the Melbourne book launch event. So that is the, uh, the 18th and the 19th of November, so Saturday, Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, then I'm also going to be at Garden City, Dimmick's Garden City, on the 9th of December doing some signings. And then I've got a conversation happening today with um, with the book people about where else I might show up in December with um, book signing events for the new book, obviously. So just keep an eye on social media and, and you know, you'll – you'll see where I might be. Um, and then I've got nothing planned yet for next year, which blows my mind. I like, you know, as in travelling, um, I have plans in my head, but I have got actually nothing booked nothing in solid. Book. So, no, which is really unusual. So, mm-hmm. normally by now I've already sort of got a few things in the pipeline, but I'm kind of, I'm out there. If anyone wants me to come, I'm I'm available. Just, just send Tanina loads of emails. Be really spammy and she'll rock up wherever you yeah, are in the world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Especially if you live in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Or, or another trip to Switzerland so you can get some more of that amazing chocolate. Yes. Oh, man. Mm. That was so fun. Was an awesome trip. So, yeah, you never know never where I might know. be next. You never Keep know where up. you might pop yeah. up. Yeah, so Instagram and Facebook. Both are cooking with Tanina, and then I'm on Twitter as well. But I don't think people do Twitter much, so yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really I don't push it. it. I don't know what to do on that one either. My stuff just goes straight through from Facebook, so it goes through to Twitter. Um, but yeah, I don't really, I don't engage much on Twitter. Um, so too busy. Too busy. Too busy doing everything else. So Facebook, Tanina.com, and Instagram is where to find yep. you. Tanina, thank you so much for being such a inspiring wow, 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 wow. I want to be where you are in 10 years' time, guest. <laughs> 10 years? You can do it in two. Come on. Yes. Get working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, Will. Seriously. Thank you so much. Heartfelt thanks. Thanks heaps, Tanina. Yeah, you're totally welcome. Thanks for having me. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.